What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fitness School Friday. Today, we are going to talk about the super practical topic of when to use what cooking oils. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fitness School Friday. Today, we are going to talk about one of the first things that I learned about through my nutrition education goal that I set out for myself, and one of the first things that I changed in my routine, in my habits, in my nutrition, in my cooking when I started to learn this in, in my education, and that is when to use what cooking oils. And I think this is super important because so many, so few people know this, I realize, and it's kind of unfortunate because of how big of a deal it can actually be. Because one of the things that I always did is I used olive oil for everything. I put olive oil on every single thing that I cooked, and because I've learned that olive oil is great for you and has a lot of healthy fats in it, and that's always what I did. But then one of the first things that I realized and one of the first things that I learned was how low of a smoking point olive oil has. And so olive oil has the smoking point of 320 degrees Fahrenheit, meaning that when it gets above 320 degrees, it actually has the ability to turn into a trans fat, which can be very harmful for our bodies. And so you want to make sure that you use whatever oil that you're using at a temperature below its smoking point. And so for olive oil, for example, you wanna either do low heat cooking, so under 320 degrees, or you just wanna use it for things like salad dressings or things that are room temperature type items. And so I always make sure I have extra virgin olive oil on hand, and you really wanna make sure it's extra virgin olive oil. I always have that on hand for things like low temperature cooking and usually more for things like salad dressings because and I'll go off on a little tangent here real quickly because salad dressings are one of the condiments that have some of the most hidden harmful things inside of them. Some of the most high concentrated of preservatives and flavorings and just harmful substances in salad dressings. And so olive oil is usually the base of whatever I use for any kind of salad dressing that I end up having or end up making. And if you ever want to make some of your own salad dressing, then olive oil is a really good base to have as well. So olive oil you want to use for low heat or for kind of body temperature type things, low heat meaning 320 degrees or below. Then when you start to get into higher smoking point oils, you get into them because the more saturated fat, the higher the smoking point is. So coconut oil has a little bit higher saturated fats and so its smoking point is 350 degrees. And so you want to use coconut oil for things like low or medium heat. And then my favorite and the most versatile because of its smoking point is avocado oil because avocado oil smoking point is 520 degrees Fahrenheit. And so that's super high. And most of the times when anytime I'm roasting vegetables or doing anything on the stove, I'm using avocado oil to a frequent degree. The other thing that I use frequently now for cooking, and it's actually something that I I don't know what my belief was before my learning, but now I know how great it is to cook with, and that's pasture-raised butter or grass-fed butter. I use this anytime I'm cooking on the stove at a little bit higher degree temperature. So usually when I'm cooking eggs, I use pasture-raised butter. One, it makes for killer flavoring, and two, it has a higher smoke point as well. And so you're not getting the harmful trans fats by cooking at a little bit higher temperature. And you're using pasture-raised butter, using grass-fed butter. So it's coming from one, ethically raised meats, two, environmentally responsible raised cattle, 
And then three, it's just overall healthier as well. There's going to be a higher omega-3 to omega-6 ratio, and you're going to have more actually minerals and nutrients in that pasture-raised butter than you would have in uh, maybe a traditionally cattle-fed or a grain-fed cattle. So one of the things that I love to cook with is grass-fed butter. Now, a couple of things I wanted to add on top of how to use cooking oils or when to use what cooking oils is when you're preparing meats and how to ensure that you're not producing AGEs or advanced glycation end products because you don't want to make, you want to make sure that you're not producing these AGEs through cooking because those are, have the potential to be carcinogens and have the potential to build up fat in your bloodstream. And so we want to make sure we're not producing these AGEs. And it can be just super simple things. It's so crazy how it's not just what you eat. It's what's been done to what you eat that can really determine whether or not that thing is nutritious or not. And so when we're cooking meats and stuff, one thing that's really helpful is to prepare those meals with moist heat. So like soups and stews, when you're cooking meats as soups or stews and you're doing them at high heat, you're going to be a lot less likely to produce these AGEs, these advanced glycation end products that have the ability to build up plaque in our bloodstream. Second thing is when you're cooking with meat, you want to cook with acidic ingredients like vinegar, tomato juice, or lemon juice. Those are really key to make sure that you avoid creating these AGEs. So for example, if I'm marinating a steak, then using balsamic vinaigrette or balsamic vinegar to cook with. Also, I made ground beef the other day and I put apple cider vinegar in along with some grass-fed butter. So I put grass-fed butter and apple cider vinegar in there. And it doesn't even really affect the taste that much. Apple cider vinegar has kind of a very specific kind of potent taste to it, but it doesn't really affect the taste. And it really ensures that advanced glycation end products are not being created because of the acidity of the thing that you are cooking with. So that's what, that's what we got today. And the other thing is if you cook your meat with spices, that's really important. If you cook your meat with spices, it helps to prevent the production of these harmful compounds as well. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I just wanted to get super practical with some of the most basic things that you can change today. If you listen to this today, you can change today the kind of oil that you cook with. And so I stopped using olive oil for a lot of different things, that, especially when I'm roasting my vegetables. Usually I roast my vegetables at 400 to 425 degrees, depending on what the vegetable is and depending on how long I'm roasting it for. But now I just put avocado oil in it. And the change initially it wasn't hard, but I could definitely tell the difference. Avocado, avocado oil has a little bit less taste than olive oil. So if you don't like the taste of olive oil, then that's good news for you. If you really like the taste of olive oil, then the taste of avocado oil will get better and better as you go. It will, won't seem maybe quite as, not bland, but it won't, won't be as flavorful and you'll get over that. I promise you, you'll get over it. I promise you, and you're gonna want to, to take care of your health. So again, to go over things really quickly, when to use what cooking oils, olive oil, 320 degrees or less, because that's the smoking point. And for salad dressings and room temperature type things, you can dip bread in olive oil too, right? Not that I want you eating a whole lot of bread, but that's for a story for a different podcast. Second one, coconut oil, 350 degrees and below. And coconut oil can be really healthy as well. Some MCTs in it, medium chain triglycerides, and then avocado oil. Basically, anything 520 degrees or less 
is that smoking point. And then I use, like to use grass-fed slash pasture-raised butter for some things that I do on the stove to really help with flavoring and to ensure that I'm not turning fat into trans fats. And then lastly, when you're preparing your meats, make sure that you can either prepare them with moist heat, like in soups or stews. And then also when you're cooking meat, you want to cook with acidic ingredients to prevent producing AGEs or advanced glycation end products. So you can cook it with vinegar, tomato juice, lemon juice, red wine, balsamic vinegar, all those types of things are really great to help avoid those things and make sure that not just what you're eating is healthy, but how you're actually preparing it as healthy as well and what you're doing to it is healthy as well. If you guys feel like you got a lot from today's episode, make sure you share it with a friend or family member. Make sure you share it with somebody who else does a lot of cooking for themselves so that they stop using the wrong oils that they're potentially using right now. We actually had this going on in my family group text recently about how we need to make sure that we're doing this. And my mom, I think as well, was using olive oil maybe for a few too many things because of the smoking point was too high. And so she made the switch as well. And, and I think my brother was actually already doing that. So that was awesome to hear. So make sure you share it with a friend or family member so they can make the appropriate change as well. And if you feel like you need to make some more of these healthy habit changes, then make sure that you take a look at the 10-week transformation. I promise you it will change your life. Not only are you gonna build more self-confidence, not only are you gonna build better fitness, nutrition, water, and sleep habits, but you're gonna learn the most important skill that it takes to get closer to the best version of yourself. And that's the skill of following through with the promises that you make to yourself. Because so many of us in a lot of areas of our life, we know kind of what we should be doing, but we're not doing it. And so there's a gap between knowing what to do and doing what we know and doing the 10 week transformation will help you close that gap. It will help you build a confidence in yourself that, you know what, that thing I know is kind of tough to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to build that confidence and I'm going to do it anyway. So go check it out at nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. And also, if you're here in Nashville, June 18th at the Music City Fit Expo, we're having the next Best You event. It's going to be the biggest event that we've ever had up to this point. I promise you we're going to have at least 75 people there. It's going to be awesome, and you don't want to miss out. If you want to come to the event, go to www.nickcarrier.com slash events. nickcarrier.com slash events. I appreciate you guys listening. Now go out there, take ownership of getting closer to your health and fitness goals, and take ownership of getting closer and closer to your best you. 